guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Exceptional Scrum Master Podcast. My name is Yinka and I remain your online agile coach. Now, in today's episode, I want to talk about the Scrum team's biggest problem. And trust me, it is not what you think. So stay with me and you will know exactly what I am talking about. So this is how the story goes. Today's episode actually stirs from a conversation that I had with a student. And I think it was really just important that I brought it to my bigger community so that you guys can learn a thing or two and don't fall into the same situation. So now I was having a conversation with a student of mine who is currently working and she was complaining to me about, you know, the problems or the challenges that she was facing with our scrum team. And she was basically complaining about almost everything from the fact that, you know, team members don't show up for meetings to the fact that they are always rolling over work from one sprint to the other, to the fact that they're just all kind of things wrong with the team. And so after when she finished all of, you know, our complaints about this team, my question was, so what have you done about it? And she was like, I've told them about this problem. I've told them, you know, how they need to show up for meetings. I've told them how they need to stop rolling, you know, stories over. And she just kind of repeated all the things she complained about. And I said, but those are not solutions to a problem. You've just kind of like reiterated a problem that I'm sure they are also aware that they have. So what have you done about this problem? And she was like, oh, I didn't know that I was supposed to do something about the problem. I felt like I needed to tell them about the problem so that they can come up with the solution to the problem. And so I was like, okay, so all this while that you've been telling them about this problem, have they been able to come up with the solution to their problem? And she said, no. I was like, clearly, that's why we're in this conversation today, talking about the situation. So there's a possibility that you come across as somebody who is just telling them what the problem is, and you're not looking for an avenue for them to actually get creative and come up with solutions to their problem. Because it depends on how you ask the question that you get, you know, a response. So how are you asking this question? Because that would determine the type of response that you get. Anyways, long story short, it was obvious at that point in time to myself and, you know, the student of mine that she had not really taken steps to help the team improve and become better. And that, you know, and there she was just complaining and thinking that there was just going to be this magic that will automatically just fix the problem. The problem doesn't go anywhere. You have to figure out how to solve the problem. And that's why I'm actually creating today's episode, right? To let every Scrum Master out there know, especially if you're new, that you know Scrum doesn't fix your problem. The fact that you run daily Scrum does not fix your problem. The fact that you're having all of these meetings and facilitating all of these events do not solve any problem. If at all, what they do is they're going to make the problems that your team has more visible. And then that gives you the opportunity to work with your team to go find solutions to the problem. So your job does not stop at letting them see the problem. What are you doing about the problems that they have? Remember that one of your responsibilities as a Scrum Master is to make your team effective. You have to make your team effective by doing things. Your team is not going to automatically become effective. You have to put in the work. You have to make your team understand certain things that they need to do to get certain results. 
So you can't just sit back. You can't just watch. You can't just complain and expect a miracle to happen, right? So what do you do in this kind of situation? Let's take some of the examples that she had. My scrum team is not showing up for meetings. Why are they not showing up for meetings? Have you reached out to the individuals that are not showing up for meetings in your team to understand why they are not showing up? Because we clearly need to know why for us, we have to know how to solve the problem. And that's why my topic today is the scrum team biggest problem is actually the scrum master. I'm sorry to say you are your team's biggest problem because you have a position that allows you to see your team view the way they work, help them understand the way they are working and how that work is affecting the results that you're getting and coaching them to work in an effective way that'll get them the results that they desire. If you're not doing that, then you are a problem because why do I even have you on the team? What are you doing on the team? I always say this and I'll say this again. Your job is not to facilitate scrum events. That's not the only job you have. Any member of the team can do that. Your job is to make your team effective. And there are a thousand ways for you to achieve that objective. There are a thousand ways. And one of the ways is you looking at an issue, finding out what the root cause is by asking the right questions and solving that problem. So how can you not even know why your team members don't show up? How can you not know? Don't you chat with your team members? Don't you speak with them? Or you're just assuming that they don't show up because they just don't care. What if they don't even know the importance of the meeting? One common mistake that I've seen a lot of Scrum Masters make over and over again is the fact that we assume that other team members have the same knowledge and understanding that we have when it comes to Agile. And that's clearly not the case. You are expected to know Agile because that is your own line of profession. They are expected to know whatever domain of work that they fall under. So it is your job to cross strain. It is your job to let them understand why we do the things that we do and the results that we are hoping to get. Your job is not just to show up and say, oh, you guys are not showing up for meetings. You guys need to show up for meetings. Why? Why do we need to show up for meetings? And that's the beauty with kind of like having conversation with kids. So for some of you who have had interactions with kids, you can't tell kids to just do something and they're just going to follow suit. They're going to ask you why, really, if they're not in the mood to do that. So then you can imagine adults, right, who have a mind of their own, who have things that they have to worry about. And then you tell them to show up for a meeting just because you said so. So if they are clearly not showing up for a meeting, that is an issue then your job as a scrum master will be to figure out, hey, why are you not showing up for a meeting? Are you even aware that a daily scrum is a meeting that you need to attend because this is what we expect you to do in this meeting. You need to discuss your progress with your fellow team members so that all of you can hold yourselves accountable towards the sprint goal. Are you communicating in that manner to that individual who is not showing up? Are you creating an environment where that team member is open enough and safe enough to be able to tell you what they're going through and why they're not showing up? Maybe that time does not even fit their life, right? We have members who are across the world. 
right? So we pick a time that is favorable for most of us, but that could also be midnight for somebody else, especially if you're like in the United States and you have team members that are scattered across like, you know, India and every other place that is on like the opposite time zone of us over here. Have you even thought about it? Maybe adjusting the time might actually make things work, but you're not asking questions. It's a fast problem. And that's why I said the scrum masters are the biggest problems the scrum teams have because we are not doing our jobs. We're not doing things that are expected of us to do. Now, I'm not saying everybody's not doing their job, right? But clearly the student who came to me and asked me all of these questions. And when I asked, you know, what did you do about it? And she didn't really do anything about it. Clearly was not doing our job. And I don't want the rest of you to fall in that kind of situation. You have to be proactive. You have to always know the root cause of every problem because that's the only way you can solve it. So she had a second problem. They're always rolling over springs. They're always rolling over stories every spring. There's zillion reasons why they possibly are rolling over stories. And I asked, okay, so what are some of the reasons why they roll off stories? They don't complete their stories. Clearly, that is the result, right? They're rolling over stories and that's equal to the fact that they don't complete it. But why? Why are they not finishing work? Because there are a thousand things I can think of. Are they overestimating work? Do they even know how to estimate work really well? Are they pulling too much work into the sprints? Are they reviewing the stories well enough to understand whether they have dependencies before they pull that in into the sprint? There are zillion reasons why team members or scrum teams don't finish work. Have you taken out the time to understand why your own team is not finishing their task every sprint and why there is this rollover? And what have you done about it? So let's assume that they don't know how to estimate. Have you come up with a workshop to be able to coach your team on, hey, these are the ways that we estimate work. So that way they can get better. And then in subsequent sprints, you can see the result and the effect of the training that you did a couple of weeks ago. What have you done about it? Because nagging about something is not working, right? That is not your job to nag about something or to complain about the obvious. The team members clearly have the same information that you have. The information that they do not have is what they need to do about it. How can we get better? That is what they might not have. And sometimes it might not even be the fact that they don't have it. It might be the fact that they don't have that time to think through it. And that's why you as a Scrum Master, you ought to create that environment for them to thrive, for them to succeed. So are you creating an environment where we all sit down and figure out like, hey, you guys, these are the issues I've noticed that is happening to us as a team. Do you guys even see this problem? Because what if you're not even seeing the same problems you're seeing? So you are just assuming in your own bubble that there is a problem, but yet they might not even see it. Even if you tell them there's a problem to them, they might be like, okay, so, so what? So have you created that environment where you're communicating with them to let them understand, hey, I see these problems. We have these issues, right? Do you guys also see it? And then if they say yes, okay, guys, this is like the first issue that I see. What do you guys think we should do about it? And try to get their perspective. And if everyone in the group don't have a perspective, then you better have a perspective of an option that they could try out. But if you ask them questions right enough, I'm sure they will come up with something that they think that they can try so that they can own that problem and then you can hold them accountable to it. But if they don't have any option, 
then you have got to come up with an option. And then we're going to experiment if that option is going to work out for us or not. And if it doesn't, then we're going to think of something else. And at that point in time, you say, I've tried. I came up with something. Now it's somebody's turn in this group to come up with the next thing that we possibly can do, right? So that way you're carrying them along. So don't be your scrum team's biggest problem. You're there to help them become effective. You're there to help them, you know, have an environment where they can thrive, where they can succeed. You're supposed to be supporting your product owner. You're supposed to be supporting the developers in your team. I've said this, I believe I've said this probably in more than five videos where I always tell every scrum master, what is your backlog for the week or for the sprint? What are the items that you are working on as a scrum master that will get your team from point A to point B? What are you doing? You can't just show up every day and expect things to go great. Now, that might happen if you're dealing with a mature team, right? But if you're dealing with a team that is just understanding agile, then you've got to be very committed to the process. You've got to stay really close to those people so that you can help them every step of the way. So please, don't be like this student of mine who just assumed that our job was to tell the team the problems that we're facing and then automatically these problems will be solved. You have to be proactive to understand how you're going to help them solve that problem. Problems just don't get solved by themselves. So you have to figure out the solutions and work with your team so that it can be a collective effort. But you have to spearhead that discussion because you're the one who is positioned to think through it. They are working, they're busy on their day-to-day -day tasks. You're the one who is looking at the team, understanding how they're working. How is it working against them? How is it not working against them? What are they doing to advance, you know, to get their sprint goal accomplished? What is our daily behavior that helps us to get there? Let me give you an example. It's just like me. You know, I have a personal trainer. And so I go to the gym like three times a week. And my personal trainer <laughs> tells me and reminds me that no matter how much and how many times you show up in the gym, if you do not push on your meals, if you don't eat smaller meals, and if you don't possibly, you know, if you don't possibly take out a few things that might be destructive to your health, you're not going to see those changes, right? So at the end of the day, it's not enough for me to just show up to the gym. You know, how is my behavior helping me to achieve my objective? And it's very similar to even the Scrum Master and your role. It's not just for you to, you know, understand the objective of the team and help them facilitate and show up and, you know, watch them as they do their thing. You know, how are you helping them understand the behaviors that need to change so that they can be truly agile? Because agile is not in the doing. Agile is in being. It's that for the mindset. How are we solving our problems? You know, how are we, how are we working to become faster, to become more effective, to, you know, to achieve the objectives that we have? You know, so it starts with the mindset. It starts with the way that we think. And, you know, the way we think affects the way we act. So when we think right, we act right. When we think agile, it's easier for us to be agile. And so Scrum Masters, 
Don't be your team's biggest problem. Be a solution to your team. Help them understand and work with them to help them resolve their issues. That's why you're an impediment remover. Help them remove the impediments. If they are the impediments, let them know you're an impediment to your team. Not showing up is an impediment. This is how you affect the team. And these are the things you can do differently to help us get to where we really want to be. So yourself, so you yourself, you have to invite those strong values. You have to be courageous. You have to be committed, right? You have to respect your team members. You have to be focused, understand what needs to be done, and then show that you're doing exactly that, what needs to be done to get your team to where they need to be. All right? All right, guys. So that brings me to the end of this episode. I hope you guys learned a thing or two. You've learned how to be proactive. You learned how to be, you know, a solution person and not just a problem discoverer, right? You're a problem solver. You solve those problems. You see those problems. You, you bring it to their forefront and you guys work together on how to solve it and you stay on track until it's solved. Don't just talk about it one time and show that this is a conversation that keeps on happening and we take actionable steps until it's resolved. All right, guys, thank you so much for watching as usual and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye for now.